It's hard to say because sometimes even when you're sitting with somebody and doing a reading, you don't know if that connection is there right away on both sides because the sitter has to understand how you're feeling and they have to be connected with you on that level too, right? So, And if they don't understand how what you're saying, then sometimes it's hard to get that connection. It is, and sometimes, you know, things happen in different ways. You'll get multiple people coming in, multiple spirits, and they sort of overlap, so bits and pieces of it, you know, you have to kind of like separate them a little bit and say, okay, one at a time. Um, and I also, you know, I, I, I think I do a pretty good job of, of telling people how I work and how I get my messages. And so, you know, you come in thinking, my God, I really want to speak to my dad, but, you know, somebody else comes through and, and you're, trying to, you're trying to make that fit and it doesn't really fit your dad you know you shouldn't have to work at it like when it's right it's just it's just really right on you know and that's hard too because people come in with expectations right they expect to contact that one family member that just passed away or something and quite often that's not the case so is it hard when that yeah, happens is, get it. is that hard for yeah. you when that happens when you don't connect with the person that they want I connect with the person that I'm supposed to connect with. And, you know, I feel bad if they want to speak with their dad and their dad doesn't come through. It doesn't mean their dad doesn't love them. It just means that maybe he doesn't have a message for him. I've had people come to sit with me who are the messenger, quite frankly. You know, um, the message isn't for them. It's for their brother's friend or something. You know what I mean? And they're doing something important by being here. They get the message. They know completely what we're discussing. They may not know all the details, but they take it with them. And, um, you know, it's a, I'll give you an example. I had um, sort of an impromptu reading but through Facebook Messenger of all places, and it was with someone I know, and the person that came through was her sister's best friend's sister knew of her but but we knew exactly who it was we described her what she was wearing she had her little dog with her we gave the you know these messages and signs and and they were all it was all right there we knew it was her we knew how she died everything but it wasn't you know what i mean the message was to be given to her sister not to be kept for herself it wasn't her message so sometimes that happens too yeah, there's a reason why that happened. So that was meant for somebody else. So, but you yeah. helped that too. So, um, speaking of that kind of stuff, then when you work with your clients day to day, um, how do you kind of go into a reading and what would your procedure be for a client day to day? So, you mean internally for myself to raise my vibration? Yeah, like what, what would you do to, um, I guess, start the reading for a client? Like, how do you practice your day to day? Uh, yeah, I mean, readings. so in terms of, you know, a meditation, that kind of thing, I don't meditate before a reading. 
I think if you have a routine of doing it periodically, you're okay. But I can't spend, you know, 35 minutes or 40 minutes before a client to do that. So I kind of take three or four minutes, five minutes, and just take a couple of deep breaths. And the day before, or the day before that, I'm saying, David, come on, I've got a reading tomorrow. Can you bring this person's whomever through their loved ones that they're looking for? And they don't let me down. So I'll sit down and and we'll get together, whether it's through Zoom like this, because I do do Zoom readings because I have people all over the world. Uh, but, you know, whether it's in person or in Zoom, it's the same thing. I tell them how I operate, how I get messages, that sometimes I'll get something I won't always know what it means, but just take it. it. It may not be as literal as I get it. You know, you just be open. You know what I mean? Be open to it um, and take it with you. And I'll give you everything that I get. I, I tend not to get, I don't deliver bad news. I don't get bad news. I don't want bad news. Um, I don't ask for that. And I'm also not into the whole medical thing either. I know some people are medical intuitives. I'm really not interested in that either because I don't want to, I, I, I just don't trust that enough. You need to go to your doctor when you're having medical issues. So I don't get into that either. Even if I feel sometimes, um, you know, you should get something checked. I, I don't, I, I just don't get into it. But I tell people that. I tell people that. You know, I'm not going to predict the future. That's not what I do. I'm not going to give you bad news. I'm not going to tell you you're going to drive off the road. I mean, it's just not that kind of thing. I'm purely direct communication with those on the other side and usually they're people that have something to say they want to talk to you as much as you want to talk to them they come through with clear messages and those messages are you know they tend to be sometimes pretty profound you know we had one recently where a man came through to tell his son that look i'm sorry that i was not as involved as you would have liked me to be and it wasn't because i don't love you it's because of this 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 and this and and you know those are the messages that that come through it's it's that left behind business that people want to get out of the way so they can move on and is that the most of the type of readings that you find that you get from people is that the main thing that we're looking for is that connection with somebody that's crossed or um, do they tend to ask for different things i've had some people say do you see anything else and and for me i mean i'm a medium and all psychics are medium all mediums are psychics not all psychics are mediums so you know you can you can if i am to get something else it, it comes from spirit and I'll ask them, you know, is there anything you want to share me about what they're doing? And a couple of times I've had, you know, geez, are you writing a book? Cause I feel like they're telling, yeah, I am writing a book, you know, that kind of stuff. It'll come, but it comes from the other side or, you know, there's a baby coming. Did you know, do you know there's a baby? Coming? No, I don't know. Okay. Well, they're telling me there's a baby coming and then there's a baby coming, you know, um, it's, it's just, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't feel like I'm reading auras or, or anything like that. I really feel like everything I get is just coming straight from the spirit world. And that way, too, you know what's real, too, for, for your side, that you're getting the correct message because you know what's coming from spirit still. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm confident in that. And it's, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit of a, a process to go through to, to, to gain that confidence and know that what you're getting is coming from them. 
kind of amazing. And and when you get a no, it's okay because it's not an exact science. You know, sometimes you get a no. I don't understand that. Doesn't mean you're wrong, but you know, let's face it. Do you know everything about your family? Do you know everything about your mother, your father, your aunt, your, whatever? You know, there might be something that someone else knows. That might be another piece of the puzzle that you pick up at a later date. Yeah, yeah. definitely for sure. Um, so let's touch a little bit about your other passions that you do. Then I know you're also a radio show host yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your show. So my show is called the radio, uh, yeah, the radio show. It's called the Paranormal Project Radio Show. That came about, um, we're, we're fairly new with that. We went live uh, in the UK, actually, in April of this year. So that came about because I did that, um, that event, that gallery event in Scotland. And I was on a tour with um, Andrea Perrin from The Conjuring Movies. And Neil Story, who's an historian in um, uh, in England, and Rick McCallum, who's a ghost hunter in Scotland, but he's also from Hollywood. He's been in the Friday the Thirteenth movies. He was a stunt double for all the in all the Friday the Thirteenth movies. So they picked up on this on this radio station in the UK, and I ended up going on the air. And I got a call a week and a half later and said, "Gee, would you like to?" you know, have your own show. And I thought, really? Sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? I had no idea if I was going to get any guests. I mean, I didn't think, you know, I had no idea, you know, probably I thought it would just be friends of mine. But but I did, and it went in the UK, and it kind of grew pretty quickly. And then um, I was on Andrea's show. She had me on her show, World Awakening, when I was on that, her producer came on at the end of the show and said, geez, I'd love to produce you here in the United States. So um, we are still on, in the UK on Pulse Talk Radio, but I send them a file. I send them a finished show. Whereas here in the US, we're live every Wednesday night at 7 Eastern. And we've had a you know great time with some fun guests that, we've, that we have on the show and lots of you know, planning to come on to January. We're booked out to, I think, January now. Yeah. It's wonderful how things just fall together from being all the way over there in Scotland to having it over in the U.S. as well. So that must have made a huge connection for you. It's it's just been fun. It's just been fun, you know. Yeah, it's been it's been really great. Yes, and, But I uh, love the radio show. Yeah. I, I love doing the show every Wednesday night. Yeah, what kind of topics do you mostly talk about? It's all paranormal, mediumship. So last week we had an author on talking about her new book, Haunted Detroit. We have, this week we're talking about a castle in Vermont. Then Rick McCallum, um, Jason's stunt double from Fight of the 13th, is actually coming on in a couple of weeks. We've got the new owner of The Conjuring House coming on. I've got Bram Stoker's great-grandnephew coming on to talk about his books. Um, I've got a lot of different people plugged in through through the end of the year and into Jan you know into January. So kind of excited about that and and you know you never know where it's gonna take you, you know. No, for sure. Um just wanna to say too, yes, I do know Andrea. I've had the pleasure of uh having her on our show here twice now, so it's been oh, great, great to have her on. So person. Yeah. wonderful person. Yeah, definitely. Uh been so super nice to be able to meet her and be friends with her now as well. So <laughs> That's great. We're going to be at the Conjuring House together in October. 
So um, there's an event there. It's not going to be as huge as they had originally hoped, unfortunately, mainly because of parking concerns. But um, they do have events on the 30th, and uh, I'll be there with her on the 30th, which should be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's about it for here. So thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate you being on here with us today on Haunting Live and uh, talking to us. Thank you, Trevor. It's been a pleasure. Really. Yes. Thank you. Miss one of our episodes? Replay our episodes on Rhode Island Broadcasting, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. EST. Show your support for Haunting Live by supporting our broadcast partner, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Find them on YouTube. The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.